Alright, welcome back everyone to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. I'm Caleb, and actually I am running solo today. Uh, we had some crazy stuff kind of happen, and it's unfortunate because we've been able to avoid it before, but um, if anybody saw on Twitter, we put out there, we had a great recording the other night, uh, went really well, thought it was going to be a really great episode and everything, and everything said it turned out okay, but when it got around to actually editing it, making sure that uh, everything lined up correctly and sounded good. It uh, it was corrupt. Something happened. Voices got delayed, and we actually wound up just talking over each other the whole entire time. So it's very unfortunate that we lost our recording for this week because it was it was a good one, and we were looking forward to put it out there. So what I'm going to go ahead and do because um, we're still putting this episode out this week. Um, Somehow, the beginning, the intro of the episode kind of survived. I was able to um, work a little magic and make it work. Uh, it was uh, a very good intro. I mean, it was talking about the holiday and everything and thinking of uh, remembering Memorial Day. Uh, so I was able to save that. So I'm going to play that here for a second. And then after that, uh, I'm going to go ahead and talk about our topic of the week because we had a specific topic this week share everybody's thoughts, talk about what Craig and I said. And then we touched on a couple other things, but I'm going to save that for another day just because things usually work out better and uh, the show is usually Craig and I. So I think those topics will be better covered when Craig and I can connect and we can have that conversation together. And uh, before I play the intro from our previous recording that actually worked, why I will mention right now is I do hope you all stay and listen to this episode because we do have a very awesome announcement that I will mention right before I sign off of this episode. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to do the little intro that we were able to record and save and manage to uh, keep together, and then I will go ahead and share everyone's thoughts about the topic of this week. All right, welcome back, everyone, to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. I'm Caleb, and with me, as always, is Craig. Real talk, real fans. We're bringing you Michigan football each and every week. Well, as we're in the off season, we're getting curveballs each and every week, holidays, vacations, different things like that. So we're actually recording here on Tuesday night due to the holiday this week of Memorial Day and... Um, just in recognition of that, we do want to say that we are always grateful, forever grateful for those who gave the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom uh, in this country. I mean, anything and everything, the stuff that makes uh, America great, you know, it wouldn't be that way if uh, there weren't people willing to fight for it and to die for it. And we uh, think of those and remember those and are thankful for those that um, who are putting their lives on the line, but in this holiday weekend, specifically those that gave that ultimate sacrifice um, so that we could remain free. And uh, we wanted yeah, to definitely good, take time um, to mention that. Memorial Day is always show. a weekend's actually always a good thing to uh, celebrate and uh, absolutely uh, recognize all the men and women that are actually fighting for us to actually even have this podcast to even voice our opinion on something like that when 
most countries don't even allow you to do that whatsoever. You have to go into hiding, and these people fight, and they die, which is just amazing for us to do that. And it takes a special people to do that, and uh, they're not easily recognized and you know maybe a weekend even a day isn't worth that maybe they need more than that but um it's uh um, something that we're internally grateful for and we can never say thank you enough yeah and i i personally don't know anyone um friends family members or um anybody like i went to high school with or college that i'm aware of that um has died while in service and everything and so this doesn't really um hit me personally or anything like that but uh but it doesn't mean that it doesn't affect i mean my life like we were saying it's all the freedoms and everything and actually i really kind of wish i'd done this um ahead of time but i didn't think of it um because i had just come back from vacation so i was kind of all over the place but actually um what we'll gladly do if there are any fans who are interested that want to do this that would like uh recognition for anyone that they know that has um made that sacrifice that has uh died in the line of duty we would gladly if you tweet us yep. or send us emails from we would gladly recognize them on the show um yeah the next time we record and everything because i mean that's the least we can do i mean uh it's uh, what they do is great and yeah like you were saying uh it's amazing what they do but we're we do talk about michigan football here uh on the show all the time and we are all about it we're interested in it. we talk about it all the time and to be honest it is rather kind of unfortunate how much of these great true sacrifices we talk about what athletes go through and um so much attention is given to them when people are going out there and giving this ultimate sacrifice and um there there are those who don't come back and there are those that come back and uh it's it's tough uh to see that um life isn't easier for them i mean for the people who are able to come back for the families who have gone through losses and things like that so um much love and respect and uh gratefulness to them and yeah. the families I mean, really, who are, uh, it comes down still to, living after you know, those losses you, the united states owe them everything that uh that when they come back you know to get them help if they need it when you know obviously they went to something that's traumatizing and and you know even sometimes if they you know things like that i think we're we should be doing that for our vets and things and setting up programs to help them as much as we can and retirement funds, something that helps them because they've done pretty much all they did their ultimate sacrifice as far as helping us be, um, even that, you know, have our voices, have the freedom to talk, they the freedom to worship, they have the freedom to do whatever we want, even the freedom to be a real prick. They fought for that. <laughs> And freedom to say what you want, and <laughs> and to stomp on a flag yes. and burn it, and yes. it's just yeah, it's sickening to me to watch. But hey, you know what? They fought for that too, and you know what? It's you know you see a vet and you see somebody that fought for his country. You know, just you know maybe pat him on the back, give him a handshake, do something, just say thank you for your service and thank you for everything you've done. Yeah, actually, kind of a, a real quick story. I guess I'll say before we. Um move along with everything it, it, um 
I'm not the greatest with it. I always try to be better than I am at um, if I speak with someone or if I talk with someone, run into someone, or I recognize that somebody's in the military. Uh, just a simple thank you, you know. I mean, um, I, you know, it's one of those small things that you can do. A really interesting thing um, that happened to me one time on my way to work, uh, this was years ago, uh, my car broke down was able to get off the highway and I was at a, a McDonald's waiting for the tow truck to show up and I was standing in line I mean we were talking you know uh, relatively early so it's like 7 or 7 30 and um, this older gentleman comes up uh, with what appeared to be his son or maybe someone a little bit younger than he was and they were ordering breakfast and stuff and uh, some happened and I don't really know what but he was talking mm. to me and then it came up that he was uh, a World War II vet. And so I was just, I mean, in the very least I could do, I was just like, well, um, I want to thank you so much for your service and what you did. And he's just like, well, I was drafted. And he said that uh, he had to go. And I was just like, well, you still went and you still did what you was asked of you. And so, I mean, the least that I can do is thank you. It was, it was just a really interesting interaction on, um, I'd never been in that situation before of meeting someone that I hadn't known that uh, talked about serving yeah. and having been drafted and having to go. And so it was it was interesting uh, that he, uh, and he was completely nice about it, uh, just was saying that no, no thanks was needed uh, for a situation. But, yeah, uh, thank you to everyone, and uh, I guess that's my little cool story. You know, here time. I am, you know, he, you know vets have... And the military people are actually out there fighting a good fight and, you know, probably listening to this podcast, which would be very, very cool, huh? I mean, great. We'd love to get some vets and somebody military overseas. Yeah, if you're listening I, to this and you're watching, we, you know, listening to the show overseas or something in the military, uh, please let us know. Please t tweet us. Do whatever you can to get a hold of us. And we'd love to either have you on or at least um, do something for you. We'd love to do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That would be very awesome if something like that works out. So um, so once again, uh, before moving along with things, uh, we hope you all had a happy Memorial Day uh, weekend, and we are very thankful and grateful for yep. those we remembered as uh, giving that sacrifice for us. So we will um, continue on and be talking about some sports here coming up. Okay, so now we are going to move into the topic of the week, which was if someone gave you $500 and asked you to place your bet on what you consider to be the safest wager for the over-under on the team's win total for 2016 using only Big Ten Conference teams, where would you place your money? Uh, so we did get feedback, and uh, I'm going to share the fan feedback um, here going into the our fan frequency segment and talking about what everyone said, and then I will go ahead and share what Craig and I had discussed earlier.
So uh, starting off with the uh, fan frequency feedback, Drew Blue at Drew Hostfire 72 said, I guess Iowa will be over uh, Indiana under and OSU over. The rest seems legit. Indiana lost a lot of offense, but Iowa will own the West. So the over under for Iowa is 8.5 for Indiana is 5.5 and for OSU is 8.5 just to give you those numbers um, then uh, another fan spoke in and today is the day at go blue 135 Michigan over OSU over Iowa over and he also went on to say Iowa about to be legit playing in that division and he was surprised seeing Penn State at 5.5 yikes so then uh, also John Newman at J Newman 1081131. Those seem to be good estimates. I'll pick MSU to win more than eight. They always seem to overachieve. D'Antonio equals a good coach. Then also Jeff Turska at JT Turska said, I would bet the over on Michigan and the under on Rutgers. Then uh, the last one we have for fan uh, fan feedback is Go Blue Twenty Four at Game Time Four Three Six. I would bet on Michigan and OSU over and Michigan State for the under. So there you can see we have a variety of uh, feedback on people. A uh, lot of overs for Michigan and Ohio State, but then uh, people kind of differing on their views for Michigan State this year. I'll go ahead and say what Craig said on who what he thought the two safest bets would be for their the over unders. Um, like I said, we were able to discuss this last last week, so I know what um, what his thoughts were on this. For um, his two best bets, and I don't, uh, it didn't really come out that one was better than the other, but he was saying that Michigan and the Ohio State over unders, he would wager over on for both, which uh, if you had listened previously to our prediction, early 2016 prediction episode. We had discussed how both of us think that um, Michigan is going to be able to reach 11 wins. So even if they only got 10 wins, they would still get the over for that. And then Ohio State comes in rather low. Um, people were surprised at eight, 8.5. So uh, he was saying how those seem to be the two best options. Uh, me sharing my thoughts, I went in, I did a little bit uh, deeper research. I mean, obviously, when I was trying to find the best wager for this, I went ahead and went through everybody's schedule. Um, not too deep, but at least to get a good thought and a good grasp on everything. And so I will have to say, just looking at everything, that the safest bet, in my opinion for putting money on an over-under would really have to be Ohio I, I mean, like, just not that they're saying, with the, wagering on the over-under, obviously you're not saying who's the best team or anything like that, but I did more research, and looking at it, Ohio State has not, has had double-digit winning seasons. If you exclude the Luke Fickle year, you know, obviously that was a bad year for them with everything, uh, that they had to go through losing coach, losing players, and things like that. If you take that year away, they have had double-digit winning seasons ever since 2005. So it surprises me that with one of the best coaches that they've ever had, 
and with some of the best players that they've had, great uh, great recruiting classes and everything like that, that they're thinking that Ohio State is going to drop from having a 12-win or 11-win seasons to only winning eight games if you're going to go with the under. So I would have to go with the over with them. I mean, I, I just don't see them having that big of a drop. And we talked about the schedules and everything. Craig and I did more depth, and I'm not going to take – a ton of time going into that because, unfortunately, I mean, we had a really good conversation with that, and I feel like I'm not going to do it justice no matter how much time I dive into it. But Ohio State has to play Oklahoma, so we're expecting that can be a loss. We're anticipating that Michigan is going to uh, beat them, which would still put them at 10. So even if there was another kind of a fluke game or something where they lost, that would still put them at 9, but we neither of us really see that happening. And then uh, agreeing, though, with Craig, uh, my second uh, choice would definitely have to be Michigan. And we've talked about the favorable schedule that Michigan just happens to have this year. Um, the toughest part about their schedule is just that they're going to be playing on the road at Michigan State, at Iowa, and at Ohio State. But, I mean, uh, every team has taken its hits. Uh, Michigan State lost players. Ohio State lost players. Michigan is getting a great recruiting class. Coaching staff is great. Uh, we had some good returning players. Um, and that that's kind of a thing that you didn't see with some of the other teams where some of the better players who could have gone to the NFL went to the NFL. But while at Michigan, if they didn't have to graduate, a lot of them decided to stay. So things looking good for Michigan. But I'll go ahead and go. Um, I actually went ahead and did the um, entire conference just quickly and briefly uh if anyone's interested to hear what i think of the over-unders and then you'll hear some of the numbers for some of these schools so going from the smallest uh over-under to the highest over-under uh Rutgers and Purdue bring up the bottom and their over-under was 3.5 and i actually picked the under for both just Purdue has been struggling if you look at their schedule there's not a lot of um things that look favorable for them. Rutgers has their new coach, and even though that um, there's a lot of talk and a lot of buzz about it, uh, their schedule is not favorable either, and you're just coming in with a new team, so uh, maybe down the road they'll be, they'll be able to get some more wins, but I'm uh, just right now at this point I'm uh, putting them at the under. Then as we move on, Maryland and Illinois come in at 4.5, uh, both with new coaches, Maryland has DJ Durkin, and then Illinois has uh, Lovey Smith. I'm uh, taking Maryland at the over just with their schedule. They had a pretty athletic team last year. Um, I think that they can reach five wins, uh, but I'll take the under for, for Illinois. They've been struggling for a while. Their recruiting appears to be getting better, but they just had things not going well for them when they got rid of their coach. So I think that's going to be more of a project if they do wind up even getting uh, substantially better. And moving along, we have three teams at the over-under of 5.5. You've got Penn State, Minnesota, and Indiana. Uh, I believe that Penn State could pull the over. I mean, that's usually a good program. Their schedule's not um, the easiest, but I believe that they might be able to get six wins that year. But I think picked both for Minnesota and Indiana to be under. Um, just kind of like uh, what Drew Hosefire said, uh, Indiana did lose some offensive power, so I don't know if they'll be 
able to play on the high level that they did last year. Minnesota kind of seems to go year by year. Will they'll have a a good year and then a bad year and things like that. But then also just with, I really kind of anticipated that with them having to get a new coach that they might try to get uh, a bigger name because I think that there is more potential in the West Division to uh, maybe capture that division while you have Michigan, Ohio State, and Michigan State, as well as Penn State in the East. I feel like the West is a little bit more open. You've got, you know, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Iowa, that usually do pretty good. Uh, Wisconsin's probably the most consistent. But Iowa and Nebraska are kind of up and down floating there, and so I always thought that there's more potential to win in the West but they decided to stick with um, uh, one of their own coaches. So I don't see a lot of change there in their wins. I'm going with the under for them. But then uh, we move into the 7.5 over under, which that's Nebraska, Northwestern, Wisconsin. And I actually took the over for Wisconsin, the over for Nebraska, but the under for Northwestern. That's another thing where... Northwestern started off so well last year, and then they got beat down. I don't know if they just got worn out or what, but I I don't see them having the same level of success as they have in some of their most recent years. Wisconsin just seems too, um, too steady of a team, too consistent um, to, go below, uh, to go seven wins or less, in my opinion. And Nebraska, just with their schedule, I was thinking that they could attain eight wins. Um, tough to tell. I mean, they do have uh, new coaching over there as well, but that was my thoughts with that. And moving on, um, I was at the 8.5, and I said over with them, and Craig actually really got into this one too because he, he looked into this one pretty well as well. Um, and he was just really high on the fact that they appear to have a really easy schedule. I think Michigan might be the only top team, one of the top teams from the East division that they're going to be playing. I don't think they played Michigan State or Ohio or even Penn State. Um, So if that, if I recall correctly, if that is the case, that's very favorable for them. But I don't think they're going to have a year like they did last year. Iowa is very... Another one of those very up-and-down teams. I mean, I think in many years past, um, when Ference was there earlier on, he was able to get more consistency out of them. But I anticipate that this year is not going to be as close to what they had last year. Um, now getting to kind of the top three, these um, these were the main ones that were focused on. Michigan State, Ohio State and Michigan. Michigan State came in as the only team even at eight wins. Um, I, I anticipate that they're going to land on that. I, I looked at their schedule. It looks like uh, an even eight for them this next year. I mean, we're looking at, uh, Craig and I were talking about it. We anticipate Michigan's going to beat them. Anticipate that they're going to lose at Notre Dame uh, or against Notre Dame. I'm pretty sure it's at Notre Dame. And then uh, looking at probably Ohio beating them. And then they have a couple other uh, instances and teams in there that they could lose to. So, I mean, that right there is putting them at nine. So for them to be at the even eight is not so far out of the question. Uh, and uh, we shared our thoughts on Ohio State and Michigan. 
So that was kind of our discussion on the over-under. Kind of a really fun thing to do. I've done those things in the past. Um, probably what I'll go ahead and do. Craig didn't have an entire list of the um, whole conference like I did. So I'm going to have to get uh, hound him on that and try to get him to set that up so that we can put those. And we'll probably have a section in our feed that's uh, for predictions for the year 2016. And we'll start putting information in there and just kind of see what happens and slap a date on it and see uh, see who's right. And maybe we'll uh, put a little wager on it and the loser will have to do something hysterical. We'll see. Uh, Craig's not here, so I can make the decision without him. But, uh, but yeah, those were definitely our thoughts on the over-under. And those numbers might easily change. Obviously, a lot of different thoughts are uh, going to change when the season gets closer. And if there are any injuries, if anything comes up, and things like that. So we appreciate the fan feedback, the fan participation with this topic. Sorry that we weren't able to get our normal recording with Craig. Like I said, it was really good. I think you guys really would have enjoyed it, but... This is what we're doing to fill in for it, and we believe we know what went wrong. We're going to do some testing with the recording this weekend to see if we've uh, debunked the issue and so that we won't have the problem moving forward. So uh, stay tuned, though. Um, don't go anywhere because after this uh, short little break right here, I'm going to give you guys an announcement that you guys do not want to miss. Okay, well, as always, thank you guys for uh, checking in with us this week and listening to the episode. We do have the announcements, the awesome announcement that we're super excited about. We've done one interview uh, that you can find with uh, Jamarik Woods. It's in our interview section on our website, but we are officially scheduled for a second interview. And that is going to be with rashawn gary himself that is going to be our interview it's going to be coming up on this monday night i'm going to put up something really quick um after we release this episode and um hopefully some people see it hopefully people participate we were hoping to get this out like we said probably more around wednesday and we were gonna actually what we're gonna be looking for is if any fans want to send us questions that we can maybe use in the interview Craig and I will review them, and then we will um, include them in some of our the questions that we ask him. Obviously, appropriate questions, and uh, we always leave it up to the person being interviewed that if they don't want to answer a question, they definitely don't have to. Um, but if you do want to submit to us some ideas for questions that we could ask during that interview, please feel free to do so. We have it scheduled to be done Monday of next week, so we will be taking questions. Uh, today is Friday. We're going to post about it, and uh, you can send questions Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. And Craig and I will discuss and pick one, two, maybe a few, and have them as part of the interview. We're really excited about it and looking forward to it. So if you do want to send us questions that we can ask, you can go ahead and tweet us at bluebros underscore Caleb or underscore Craig. We are there on Twitter. We get great conversations on there for that. Or uh, you can email us, contact us at bluebrotherssportscast.com. 
And of course we have the voicemail, 551-258-3276. That number is 551-BLUE-BRO. So great things happening. Uh, this interview is going to be really exciting. Other things are going on. Uh, we're looking forward to it. We've got a lot of things stirring in the pot. Uh, so we appreciate all of our listeners. Uh, we've had some with us for a very long time, ever since the beginning. Great feedback, great participation, and uh, we appreciate every one of you tuning in. And we hope each and every one of you have a great uh, rest of the week. Well, at this point, I guess a great weekend. And as always, go blue.